Hello, this is the Strong Today, Stronger Tomorrow podcast. My God, this is such uncharted territory for me. However, I am excited. I've been wanting to do this for a long time now. Not just because I like the sound of my own voice, because I certainly don't. (laughs) But I feel, I listen to so many podcasts probably too many I would say at every point of the day it's it's almost information overload to be honest but I really love podcasts and it's my favorite way of learning and I know for my clients the women I work with and the women I don't work with or or the men or whoever really um I hope this is useful for them in some respects so my hope and my aim with the podcast is to give you advice teach you about areas of training, nutrition. Do you know what? It's going to be quite holistic. There's going to be a lot of mindset stuff in there, a lot about self-worth, self-love, all the stuff that I really love about being a coach. And I wanted to use this episode to kind of go over a little bit about me, not that I want to kind of indulge myself and talk about myself, but I feel like it was a good way to ease me into things before I go on to talk about specific topics further down the line with the podcast. But I know there's a lot of learning through what I've done and my hope is that (laughs) from the learnings that I've had, I can help a lot of women not go through what I went through and actually get to where they want to be quicker, more safely, I suppose, in a more efficient way that doesn't impact their mental health or their relationship with food, all that sort of stuff. So that's why I kind of wanted to, first of all, go into a little bit about me. So I'm not going to drag this out a lot. I want to kind of cut to the chase with it, but... (laughs) From a young age, I have been a very sporty person. I'm very lucky to have been brought up by a woman who has such a huge emphasis on health. My mum runs her own organic skincare business. She's an aromatherapist. Um, growing up, I had a very good diet in terms of nutrition. I wasn't, you know, not told to have sweets and things like that. But, you know, I, I've had around me my whole life lots of fruit and veg, let's put it that way, and um, was tra- was always encouraged to take part in sport, to exercise. And then like most people, when I went to uni, <laughs> things change, you are drinking more, you're maybe not eating the same quality diet as you are when you're at home. Although in saying that, I still did most of the cooking throughout my teenage years at home. Um, but yeah, you start drinking, you've got long days at uni, you're not really looking after your body as much. But to be fair, it wasn't long. It was a couple of months into uni, I joined the gym and I got to like the kind of, I did my first semester at uni and it got to the January um, in the start of the second semester. And I was like, do you know what? I don't know what it was. I don't know if it maybe is the fact that I was going out more I had a lot more women around me to compare myself to around the same time. Instagram was really on the up around, you know, 2013, 2014. So I think upon reflection, it comes from a place of comparison and feeling like my body wasn't how it should, in quotation marks, look. So I really took it upon myself to make an effort 
with my health and fitness and through Instagram I was very drawn into does everyone remember Kayla Atsinas and she had I think that's how you pronounce her last name I actually don't know and she had that bikini body guides I think her app now is like I think it's labels just like strong something so obviously she's trying to keep up with the times as well um but yeah it was called bikini body guide and it was like six workouts a week all kind of hip training um they were like half an hour workouts well they said they were half an hour it was like four rounds of seven minutes which would take what like 28 minutes like saying take about 30 seconds to a minute between rounds I remember absolutely dying in between rounds and it definitely took me more than half an hour because I needed more rest because I was literally in a pile anyway I did that for it was a long time like almost a year maybe I was pretty pretty on it to be honest there wasn't many workouts I missed at all and obviously I was you know my expenditure was quite a bit higher my body did change I got fit as anything to be fair but my body didn't really change in the way I wanted to and it was again times changed very quickly with Instagram by the end of that year everyone on my Instagram was lifting everyone was growing their bum everyone was kind of starting to focus on the strength side of things and I was kind of thinking by this point I'd sustained an injury because I was doing about 300 burpees a week and my knee was absolutely ruined so I was kind of had actually taken some time off of BBG as um we called it and um realized that I can't be jumping about like a freaking maniac six days a week so yes got into BraceFit UK's guide see I am the product of influencer culture <laughs> in my younger years which makes me obviously empathize with any 18 year old in this day and age but yes did grace fit uk's guide i don't think that had a name at the time i think that was just it and i did that for maybe two months bear in mind when i was a student at this time bbg cost me like 80 quid and that cost me maybe around the same and that was like a big deal for me that was you know a fairly big investment um but after a couple months of doing the grace fit guide you know it was in the gym you were wanting you to do squats wanting you to do deadlifts all that kind of thing and again it was more the nutrition side of things I felt was failing me I was lifting more but I wasn't seeing any changes in my body I wanted to do a bulk that's the kind of main thing I wanted to I could see all these girls growing their bums for saying that they were doing bulks and I was like I want to do this but I don't want to put on heaps of body fat and I was really scared of putting on heaps of body fat because, let's face it, I'd spent the last year trying to be a skinny little rake just jumping around. Um, so I contacted the coach and that's when I got my first PT. So I saw her, we did monthly sessions and in between that she was an online coach for me. Um, she gave me calories, I was eating in a surplus for a while, she gave me a training programme and life was sweet. I finally got into it from a more healthier perspective I enjoyed it so much that I decided to bin off what I was doing for my degree. I finished my degree, but I wanted to be a PT. I wanted to own my own business. And part of that is because I really loved lifting and I really loved the gym. But part of it is I was brought up by a very independent woman who has her own business, my mum. And it was a lifestyle that I wanted for myself. I'm not very good at taking instructions from people and I don't think I would work very well in the whole 9-5 capacity so this is where I'm at here so yes I decided to do my PT qualification I got into 
I moved down to Brighton, I met a partner here and we live here and I got a job in a gym down here. Um, by which point there was kind of, I was building my business and I was, the more I got into the fitness industry, the more hyper aware I became of my physique and how I looked and I got another coach down here as well who still coaches me today and she is amazing. Um, but I decided I wanted to, as a challenge to myself, but I think realistically in the back of my mind, I wanted the aesthetic of it as well. Um, I decided I wanted to compete. So I got my coach. We had a plan in mind of, I think it was about six months after starting work with her, I was going to do a prep for my first show. Is that right? I'm assuming that was right. I think that's... <laughs> anyway, did my prep for my first show during COVID, basically. So I started my prep in June 2020. Um, so it was kind of that break in between. So I got to go to the gym for most of my prep. And then I did my show in October. And after that, the country shut down again. So it was very well timed. If I was going to do it, at least I got it done then. But it's tough. It's freaking tough. And <laughs> I mean, I think everyone could tell that it's, that it's a lot. And I learned a lot about myself during that time, <laughs> as cheesy as that may sound. But, oh my God, did I learn that being lean and trust I wasn't even super, super lean brings you anything but joy. And on the back of that, so it's now been a year, it's actually a year today <laughs> I did my show, which is quite a full circle moment. Um, if you asked me then, I would have said this time I would probably be thinking about another show, but I'm certainly not. Yeah, it made me learn that there's, in terms of the aesthetic side of things, it's so overrated. <laughs> That's the hardest I've pushed my body, and it's the most miserable I've been in my life. And I have nothing against people who compete. It's a choice that they have. I'm not going to be one of those people that do it and then say, oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world. I know a lot of people who... I don't think it's sustainable at all, but they do it and they enjoy it and they love it. And that's absolutely fine. If that brings you joy, then totally go for it. But it definitely changed my mindset around the fitness industry and just as a coach in general. So I'm no longer competing, <laughs> if you didn't guess. And I really took it upon myself to level up my coaching this last wee while as well. So I I'm a graduate from EIQ. I don't know if any of you are in the fitness sphere, I'm sure you'll know who what EIQ is. It's run by two of the best female coaches in the country. And it's all about compassionate nutrition and working with people on a holistic level. And that's why I love coaching so much. I love lifting. I freaking love getting strong. And that's one of the reasons I preach that. I don't know if that's the right word to my clients because as a woman lifting weights and getting strong, building muscle, it's so freaking empowering and that part of my job means so much to me and is so important to me that I kind of spread that to as many women as I can but on another sense I work with a lot of women who maybe don't have the most positive relationship with themselves, with their body, with food and these are areas in the fitness industry that we like to kind of put a plaster over. You know, if we have poor body image, it's okay, let's lose weight. Let's change the shape of our body. If we've got a poor relationship with food, it's like, let's just diet. 
it doesn't work like that. It's so important that we stop masking these issues with losing weight and getting thinner and exercising more and eating less. I'm ready to put a stop to all that shit. And with every woman that I work with, I will call you out if you start showing signs of using exercise as punishment, if you're chronically under-eating, if you're overeating to numb emotion. These are the root cause of things that is so important to address that, as I say, the fitness industry is just try harder, grind harder. That's not what we want. We're looking at an overall picture of your health, both mentally and physically. So if you are someone who perhaps has felt for a long time that you want to lose weight, you want to change your body shape, if you're at a place completely fine, (laughs) may sound like a blasé word, fine with your relationship with food, fine with your relationship with yourself and your body, absolutely crack on. If you feel like there are certain things holding you back from moving forward, because let's face it, trying to start a positive journey from a place of just shame will not happen, then you need to work with someone who can work with you to overcome these deeper things so those results can just happen naturally. So that's a little bit about me (laughs) and what my beliefs are. Going forward with this podcast in the future, I'm going to be drawing inspiration from the women I work with, with the topics on here. And my other aim really is to be able to get some other people on this podcast who will be useful to anyone listening um, to talk about these things, to talk about fitness, to talk about nutrition, to talk about mental health, mindfulness, all that good stuff. So it's not just me talking on here and I know that'll be incredibly useful for me as well. So I don't know how many people are going to hear this. It's still a little baby in its infancy. But if there is anything that would be useful for you, for me to talk about or me to invite someone else on to talk about, it'd be greatly appreciated to get some feedback. And um, yeah, first one done. It's only up from here.